45% of the population in the Pacific still lack access to basic drinking water facilities. Um, and around 70% of the population uh, don't have their basic uh, sanitation needs uh, met. Um, so, uh, you know, access to, to toilets with, with uh, you know, running water to, to wash your hands afterwards, for example. Um, so uh, this is a big issue in our region and has many um, negative impacts uh, health-wise, uh, and uh, and in other ways as well, you know, in in places where there's no uh, access to um, you know basic uh, clean water, you know, from a tap, people have to uh, uh, walk, you know, to extract water from from streams and wells. Uh, uh, often it's the children that get and the women that get that job, and that interferes with education and a whole range of other issues. So there, there are flow-on impacts that have big implications for development in the region um, when people can't have their basic need for uh, clean water and, and um, you know, uh, toilet facilities available um, in, you know, in the region as a whole. We, we're the lowest um, uh, developed uh, region in the world in, in these terms. What areas in particular are most affected? The issues are primarily felt in rural and uh, outer island communities. So. Um, you know, in, in, and there's no doubt that PNG uh, has has a big issue because they've got a lot of the population in the region, and a lot of them are, are, are rural uh, population, and that has some real impacts. Um, look, there, there is a lot of work going on in the region, but it's not keeping pace with the, the need. And, you know, PNG has been doing a lot of work. 659,000 people gained access to basic sanitation over that period, but 659,000 of 3.1 million. So that means that there's 2.44 million new people that do not have access. Um, so, this is the challenge. There's, there's genuine work being done, but at the scale at which it is happening and the uh, speed at which it can be rolled out is not keeping track with the need. And um, PNG really needs dedicated uh, and focused kind of uh, investment around this. Some of the things we've done recently, because of course we've been limited, uh, as I said, both in terms of resources and uh, access um, over the last couple of years. But some recent examples of things that were done after Cyclone Yasa um, hit uh, Fiji, um, the, the uh, Fiji government asked us to, to help uh, with a, the, the village of Yarrow on Kia Island. And Yarrow had um, uh, basically their water supply system had been destroyed by the cyclone, which was basically reliant on uh, rainwater and uh, capture. Uh, so we worked with uh, the Fiji government to explore options for groundwater uh, extraction for the community um, and uh, we're able to to drill two boreholes um, with uh, which allow 20,000 litres a day of um, fresh water uh, to be piped into the community um, and individual villages uh, have paid 10 Fijian dollars per person to run taps into their homes um, um, and there was some recent work done that found that you know that had a positive Im impact on education outcomes as uh, the uh, children uh, are not not having to fetch water and um, and they're able to make it to uh, 
to school on time uh, and, and engage. And it's also had an impact in reducing the prevalence of skin sores and diarrhea in the community. So that's one example where you know, a, a, a direct um, interaction like that, finding uh, an alternative water supply and providing access to that can have um, impact far beyond just giving people the water. How do we respond to these issues and what action needs to be taken? Strengthening leadership on water and sanitation, uh, increasing um, support to local capacity building for resilience, investing in evidence-based decision-making and uh, harnessing advocacy for change, coordination and uh, effective frameworks for action. So one of the big challenges here, of course, is that uh, water and sanitation, as I said, is such a huge challenge. It has impacts on other areas, but it often doesn't get the same um, focus uh, from um, from uh, both the leaders in the region and uh, internationally from um, the donor community as uh, as some of the, if you like, more uh, obvious um, issues uh, like uh, disaster resilience and uh, and climate change at the moment. But um, it is it is uh, an underpinning um, uh, resilience to all of those issues. So the Oceania region, uh, in terms of uh, access to water, is is um, is below sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, you know, at 57%, and um, whereas most other regions of the world, including Latin America, Asia, uh, North Africa, Central Asia, are, are above 90% access. So the, the, the only ones below uh, 78%, which is the world average, uh, are Central and Southern Asia at 72%, and Sub-Saharan Africa with the same numbers as, uh, as Oceania.